0: Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. Put
1: up Romans 8.32 for me, please. Uh, We've got to go back to this. You've got to get this, people. You've got to get it in your spirit. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? He sent his best, and with his best comes the rest. Come on, somebody. With Jesus comes everything you need to live a life of victory. Comes everything you need to live a life of freedom. And and, and many times, and I, the Holy Spirit has been correcting me on things that I've been taught that is no longer New Testament. Many times, and I may have to correct some things in our prayer intercession and things like that, but you got to get it right now. I know a lot of times we pray for revival. It's nowhere in Scripture, in the New Testament, where it says to pray for that. Many times we pray, Lord, rend the heavens. Rend the heavens and come down. That was Old Testament prayers that they prayed because they did not receive the Holy Spirit on the inside. As New Testament believers, we don't pray for God to rend the heavens because through Jesus, he got through the portals of heaven and came down on the inside of us. Touch somebody and he lives in me. Come on, bump somebody, bump somebody, just bump them real hard. He lives in me. Lord, send revival. No, no. You've got to release revival. You've got to unleash. He already sent his best. Watch this. There's never going to be another big move of God. There's never going to be another move of the Holy Ghost that is greater than what Jesus did. Now we're just walking out everything that Jesus did. Now we're just praying and declaring and just releasing what Jesus did. He he lives on the inside. We're We're not looking up for the sky to open. See, that's why we pray with our head bowed because we're talking to the Father. Lord, what you want me to do about this situation? Y'all gonna get that tomorrow. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I'm kind of being facetious, but I'm, my point is, He lives on the inside. Yeah. Somebody say He lives on the inside of me. Yeah. I release the spirit of revival in my home. Amen. I release the spirit of revival in my city. I release, amen, the move of the Holy Spirit everywhere I go. I'm not asking God to come down. I'm releasing the God that's on the inside of me. Your faith doesn't move God. God has already moved. Your faith receives what God has already done. Okay? Now, now go to Hebrews 4. Now, I'm getting into my subject, right? It's going to all come together. So, what do we have to do? Look at Hebrews 4.1. Now, you got to be careful. You got to walk with me through this. Everybody has their Bible open? Hebrews 4.1. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. Now watch this. It's almost like the Bible is saying fear. If you're going to fear something, fear not entering into into his rest. But just just stay with me. Verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached. We all hear in the gospel. As well as unto them. Those of you that were with us Tuesday night, it's going to make better sense. But the word preach did not profit them. Why? Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. You can have a powerful word. You can have anointing, anointed teaching. and It will not benefit you if your heart is not open to receive it. The word is seed, and your heart has to be good ground to receive the seed of the word of God. Verse 3, for we which have believed do enter into what? I want you to notice how many times he keeps saying enter into rest. We that have believed do enter into rest. As he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. <laughs> For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day. What we call Sabbath. i I'm going to explain that in a minute. On this wise. And God did what? Rest. Rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remained that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached, Entered not in because of unbelief. Now, he's talking about the children of Israel. He was talking about the children of Israel. Notice the children of Israel were at what time? In in bondage. They were slaves. Over 400 years of bondage. And God sent Moses to deliver them from that bondage. Okay? So, to make the long story short, Moses walked over 2 million people out of Egypt. They crossed the Red Sea and got them over into the wilderness. The wilderness was not supposed to be a place where they lived a long time. It was just a temporary place where they can learn who God was and how to please God and and walk walk in truth. But because they had been in slavery for so long, oh, Lord, help me, help me, help me with this. It's hard to lead people who have been in religious bondage. It's hard to lead people that have been hurt by former pastors. You know why? Because you can come into a new place with an old mind. And if you don't renew your mind with where you are instead of where you've been, you're going to keep replaying memories that you should have been forgotten a long time ago. Every time the Israelites faced an obstacle, they began to replay the hardship. Of their taskmasters and they begin to accuse Moses for things that was not his fault come on you understand what I'm saying although they were saved from Egypt they were not delivered from Egypt you can be saved and not delivered Touch somebody and tell them, I want to educate you today. You can be saved and not delivered. No more Pharaoh. No more taskmasters. I have problems with people that always want to disconnect from people. You want to leave your job. You want to leave your husband. You want to leave your wife. You want to leave your children. You want to leave your church. The only problem is you keep showing up everywhere you go. You've got to come to a place in your walk where you understand it's not my former pastor, it's not my husband, it's not my wife, it's not my preacher, it's not my children, it's not my boss, it's not the president, it's not the mayor, it's not Snoopy, it's not Willie. It's me, God. It's my mind. Lord, it's me. just want to make sure I'm on time. Just, can we be honest? Come on, let's just have a confession right now. Stand up and say, it's me, Lord, it's me. It's, it's me. You may be seated. You won't grow, you won't mature until you come to a place, Lord, is me. It's my thinking, it's my unbelief, it's my lack of faith, it's my lack of trusting you. Notice, Israel, the first generation could not enter in because of their unbelief. That's why unbelief is the greatest sin. Unbelief is the root of sin. That's why people sin, because they don't believe. That's why Israel kept sinning. They kept rebelling because they didn't believe in what God has set forth through the man of God. They kept fighting it. They kept wanting to go back. Although they came into obstacles and and problems, it was just an opportunity for God to show himself strong on their behalf. But they could not believe. They didn't have a heart of belief. They didn't have a heart of faith. And when you have a hard heart, you cannot receive what God has in store for you because your heart is hard. All that hurt and abuse, all that religious bondage that you've been enslaved to, all that beating on the head and tying you up and go to your room and you can't eat. All you're going to have is bread and water and all of that. And you can be in a new place where God says, I love you, where God says, I have grace that I'm extended towards you. I will have a beautiful plan and you're not receiving because you've been hurt so much. you've been, You've been beaten so much. You've been whipped so much. You've been talked about so much where your heart becomes hard and you don't even believe what God has promised you. Notice the scriptures keep saying, enter into rest. That's my title, enter into rest. Enter (laughs) into rest. Today, watch this. You're going to learn how to rest. Somebody say rest. See, unbelief is the root. Sin, doubt, all those things are just manifestation. Unbelief stops the power of God. Again, sin, sin isn't the problem. Not with God. He already took care of it, right? Stop making sin the issue.
0: This concludes our message for today. Thank you for supporting John Barton Ministries, where we are committed to changing lives and changing futures. You can secure a copy of today's message in its entirety on CD by calling 1-888-727-8900. Order today and watch the Word of God change your life. If you're ever in the Lafayette area, we invite you to join us for a life-changing experience at New Kingdom Ministries International, the place where new life begins. Services are currently held at the Holiday Inn Holodome on 2032 Northeast Evangeline Thruway in Lafayette, Louisiana. Service times are every Sunday morning at 9 and every Tuesday evening at 7. For more information on upcoming events, to sow a financial seed, or if you would like to partner with Dr. John Barton, call us today at 1-888-727-8900 or visit our website at johnbartonministries.org. Thank you for listening, and remember, If you can leave your history, you can live your destiny, now. There's a war going on. The world as we know it is in chaos. Earthquakes in diverse places. Savage storms ripping through the coastlines. Nations heading into war. Political corruption before our very eyes. Broken marriages and relationships. Economic crisis. Shattered dreams. And turmoil like we've never seen. And yet, despite all of this terrible chaos happening throughout the world today, the greatest battle you will ever face is the battle within. A new book by Dr. John Barton. Order your copy today by visiting johnbartonministries.org. This is the 70,000-watt voice of the community. K-A-Y-T, Gina Alexandria.